0: Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Reflections with Dr. Gary Harvey. So glad you could join us. Hope you guys are having a great week. It is Wednesday, May 20th, 2020, and we're about to jump into tonight's episode. Really appreciate all the love and all the feedback you guys have been giving me, getting some emails, some shout outs on Facebook. Really appreciate it. Remember, you can go to www. DrGaryHarveyJr.com, and you can look at multiple platforms that we have available that you can catch the podcast on. Make sure you subscribe to those; that way, you'll never miss an episode. Always get that alert, let you know that they're coming. And again, you can catch us on Anchor, on Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, Castbox, TuneIn Radio, Overcast, Radio Public, Breaker. And again, Spotify, if I didn't say it, I, you know, we get in so many of these platforms and so many places that are we got listeners in. It's 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 overwhelming. I, I'm just I'm blessed. Let me tell you, I'm blessed. I'm glad that you guys are, are feeling the podcast. I really appreciated all the love and all the shout-outs that you guys are giving to me. So again, from the bottom of my heart, thank you all very much. Now, in a few weeks, we got Father's Day coming up. So I saw this question, you know, my girlfriend Chanel at Living Beauty Floral, she posted this question on Facebook the other day. She's like, you know, do men like getting flowers for for a gift or, you know, whatever? Is it cool to give men flowers? And I don't know about the rest of y'all, but I actually, I've received flowers on a couple of occasions, not a lot, not not a whole lot, but I have received flowers on occasion as a gift, whether for Father's Day, a birthday, a special occasion, whatever it is. And honestly, you know, I can say that I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty cool. Personally, to me, it's a unique gift. It's not one that men usually get, especially most men are used to getting ties or socks on Father's Day, right? But it's something that's unique, that Significant Other put some thought into, you know, whatever. So it was cool. I enjoyed it. I liked it. So, you know, with Father's Day coming up, you know, ladies, if you're listening, you know, your Significant Other... You know, Living Beauty Florals, they'll get you right. Go ahead and check her out on Facebook, Instagram. And again, huge shout out to Black Silhouette and his music, what he does for the podcast, really appreciate it, and the background music, and he's always there when I got a technical question, or a sound question, or a programming question, really good guy, check out his music, Spotify, Apple Music, and uh, really just, uh, he pours his heart into it, really appreciate it, but those are just a couple shout outs I want to give, we do have coming up here in the near future, just to give you guys a a little bit of, uh, of a heads up in future episodes, we got different people that I'm lining up, different entrepreneurs and and authors and radio hosts and DJs and uh, you know area experts, you know people that carry an expertise in a certain area, you know subject matter, matter experts. We got them lined up for some interviews in the coming weeks, so really want to keep things, uh, you know, alive and get different perspectives from other people. Because if we can't listen to other perspectives and we can't allow ourselves to take a minute and listen to those things and and maybe see what we can use and what we can't and just if nothing else, just learn from it, you know, that's really where where my heart's at, and I, I really hope that uh, y'all see that, and y'all can appreciate that as well, because uh, it's something that I definitely really do enjoy, but again, you know, really appreciative, uh, appreciate all the love, and, um, you know, these individuals that we have in the pipeline, and in the works for y'all, if there's something in particular, you guys, like I've said before, a topic of conversation, or someone you think that's got, you know, brings something to the table, I definitely want you to shoot me a message, let me know, I definitely take a look at it, and you know, anything's opening on the table, um, you know, we'll make sure it fits the uh, the programming and, and the scope of the podcast, and if it does, hey, we'll find a way to get it in the rotation for you guys, because I do this, you know, reaching out for you guys, and I hope you're blessed uh, by it. Now, we also have Memorial Day coming up. So I'm a combat vet myself personally, but I want to give mad respect, mad shout out, number one, uh, for Memorial Day, the individuals who lost their lives, uh, you know, serving our country, you know, in we we definitely remember those individuals and the sacrifices that they made, and not just that they made, but their families as well. You know honestly i mean yes you know veterans are remembered on memorial day and those of us that are still here we we get remembered and we get the thank yous and 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 that's fantastic don't misunderstand me but really memorial day we want to take the time to remember those who have given their life in service of the country and the families that made those sacrifices as well oftentimes we forget that the families make just as many sacrifices as the soldiers. oftentimes And uh, so definitely a huge shout out there, Um, you know, pay your respects and uh, just, you know, remember that come Memorial Day. And other than that, you know, hopefully you can enjoy the weekend as well. You know, it's not all about the barbecues, but, you know, they are a nice touch and, you know, a benefit of the freedoms we have if we can all get through this COVID-19 deal. You know make sure you're social distancing at that barbecue all right so we're gonna jump into tonight's episode you know of course as always mirrors have three purposes to show you who you were to show you who you are and to help you become who you want to be so let's take a look at this reflection face the man in the mirror tonight and see if we can't become better than what we started out now tonight's episode pruning the garden of life. I've been putting some some posts up on Facebook all day today in the last couple days, just little nuggets, little hints, little this, little that in reference to that. Now, I don't have a green thumb, okay? So I don't have a bunch of uh, plants in my house or flowers that I take care of or anything to that effect. I, I don't. I don't have a shrubbery outside my house that I maintain, trees, nothing to that effect. However, I have several people I know that that's their thing. Gardening, plants, flowers. My friend Chanel, Living Beauty Florals, the, you know, she's a florist and deals with it and, and that pruning and creation, you know, all day, that's what she does. Now, with pruning, the importance of pruning, Okay, now, again, this is research that I've done, people that I've asked, you know, not from my own personal experience, because I don't have a green thumb, man, you give me a plant, it's probably going to die, I'm just saying, you got to give me one that's sturdy and strong, because I don't have that green thumb, but when you prune, when you're pruning a plant, regardless of what kind of plant it is, you're removing damaged or dead parts of the plant. You're removing unnecessary portions to allow the plant to continue to grow, to continue to flourish, to heal itself. Those types of things is one of the huge reasons that you prune, right? It's self-preservation. It's to build that plant. It's to give it a shot to continue to grow, to continue to prosper, to continue to flourish instead of staying stagnant. And oftentimes, if you don't prune a plant properly or on a regular basis, it prevents that growth. It prevents it from flourishing and and in some cases can cause parts of the plant, if not the whole plant, to die. So I want to talk about that in in our personal lives. When was the last time that you pruned the garden of your life? I want you to ask yourself that question. I want you to think about it for a minute. When was the last time you took a moment and you pruned the garden of your life? Now, whenever somebody starts talking about pruning something or pruning your life or you know, evaluate in your life, we always look at things almost from a negative perspective. We almost, we, we look at something and, and immediately feel like, oh, we got to cut something away. We got to remove it. Well, yeah, that's, that's what pruning is, but the purpose isn't the removal of the negative. The purpose is to cause the good to flourish, the positive to flourish. That's the purpose of a pruning not just to remove the negative we have to really make a mind shift here make a paradigm shift and change our focus just a little bit and focus more on the positive than the removing of the negative now i had put up one post the other day that talked about when you stop chasing what's not for you you'll run into what you really need when you stop chasing what you want or what you think you want you'll run into what you really need now that's one aspect let's talk about that for a second here now Oftentimes, we get in our mind, we have a goal, we have an aspiration, we have a desire, we have somebody we're interested in, and all these different things, right? And we start running after it, we start chasing it, and it doesn't feel like we're ever making any progress, it doesn't feel like we're getting any closer to the goal, it doesn't feel like that person is interested in us, anything to that effect, well, maybe you're chasing what you want, but not what you really need. I've oftentimes said it like this. I've often said that once you stop chasing what's running away from you, what's trying to catch you will run into you. Let me say that again. Once you stop chasing what's running away from you, what's trying to catch you will run into you. See, a lot of times we are running towards what we think is our purpose or what we think is our destiny and really, we're chasing something we should never be chasing. Our destiny's trying to catch us, and we're leaving it behind. In, in order to reevaluate and recenter yourself, you've got to do some pruning. You've got to really evaluate. Hey, is that really for me? Is that really what I need to be doing right now? Well, you know, Dr. Harvey, how how do I know? Well, you know, myself personally. Again, you guys know. I look at scripture. Scripture is that mirror that I look into when I want my reflection. And I don't always like what I what I see. I, I don't. I, I don't. And, and when you're pruning the garden of your life, you got to do some self-pruning. You got to do some self-evaluation. You truly have to look at that man in the mirror. And you have to accept the imperfections. You have to accept the flaws. You have to accept the things that you're struggling with in order to truly progress and move forward, and make those changes, so when I look at myself, and I look at my goals, my aspirations, the things that I have on my plate, number one, you know, a lot of people say, oh, don't bite off more than you can chew, well, you know, I would rather choke on success than starve for mediocrity, but that's just me, but even then, there's timing, right, there's a time, and there's a place, now, with pruning, the same thing is true. Some plants, it's better to prune in the summer or the winter. It's it's based on seasons. And just in the natural, that we have the seasons in the natural, same thing is true in the spiritual. We have seasons. And so some things that we're operating in during season A are perfect for us, but the minute the weather changes, and that atmosphere changes, and now we go from season A to season B, now we've got to evaluate, now we've got to look at a couple different things, now we've got to start pruning our garden, and so some things have got to be removed, and some things have got to be shaped, and some things have got to be cut away. Now, another another thing that I talked about um, on, on Facebook that I mentioned is behaviors, right? Sometimes people, you know, they're, they're one way with you and then all of a sudden something changes, right? And they stop acting a certain way with you. Now, our immediate thought is we allow our own shortcomings, our own negative thought process, our own Imperfections, our own insecurities, let's just be honest and call them what they are, our own insecurities to dictate our thought process and our movement. So we immediately feel if this person has gone from, you know, chilling with us all the time and they're cool with us all the time and we're always talking and now all of a sudden they've pulled back and we don't hear from them or you don't hang out anymore and they never ask you to come by the house like they used to and they're not just dropping in anymore. We automatically think that there's something wrong, that there's a problem, that they don't like us, that we did something wrong, that we made a mistake. Now, I can speak from experience because my mind sometimes would get away from me. and Sometimes it still does. I do my best to keep it in check, but sometimes that happens, and, and you begin to look at the negative because we're trained in our lives to focus on the negative, to pinpoint the negative. I worked for a uh, collection agency for a lot of years down in Jacksonville, Florida, and One of the things when i became a manager that they would tell me and that we were trained and taught to do as management at this company is to find three things wrong with your people or on your team in your unit find three things wrong every day that can be improved like okay well that makes sense i mean you want to find the imperfections you want to find the shortcomings and you want to fix those. You want to remove those imperfections, right? Isn't that what pruning is? We want to find the imperfection and we want to remove it. Save the plant, save the tree, cut away the negative, right? Because, you know, one bad apple spoils the bunch. That, that negativity, that rottenness spreads throughout the bushel. So you want to find that negativity and you want to remove it. Now, I want to ask you this question. If I, I need you to picture this in your mind, If I take a white sheet of paper and I put a dot, I draw a little dot, a little circle somewhere on that white piece of paper, that blank sheet of paper, and I hold it up in front of you, and I ask you what you see, as you stare at that sheet of paper, what is it that you will tell me that you see? Now, most people will tell you that they see the dot we are sometimes inadvertently trained or conditioned if you would to immediately find the flaw in the situation we immediately went to the dot we've got an entire blank sheet of paper that could be used to make a masterful drawing to write notes to write formulas, to write beautiful lyrics to a song or to a poem, but we focus on the dot, the imperfection, the flaw, and we miss all the positive, all the potential. As you prune the garden of your life, as you prune a plant, you have to find the positive, that part that's still growing that's alive and flourishing and you prune around that area to ensure and to maintain its healthy growth and its ability to reach its potential and flourish you can't just find the negative and remove the negative because you can be careless and so that's oftentimes what happens in our friendships, right? We have people we're real cool with, and all of a sudden they switch up, and we got, get all aggravated and irritated and start operating out of insecurities, and we start lashing out, and now we've lost a friendship. We've ruined a relationship because we allowed our insecurities to focus on the negative. We thought we were doing the right thing and pruning and removing, because oh, if you're going to switch up on me, if you can't be real, if you're not going to be 100 with me, then I just don't need you. If you're going to fold like a here you can just bounce like that's that's our mentality that's selfish because what we should attempt to do is look at the rest of that sheet of paper and see what we can do with it because that friend that all of a sudden seems to have switched up on you that behavior has changed like I said on in my post when I posted it on Facebook that change up is neither positive nor negative necessarily, but it is something that you should pay attention to and that you should be mindful of. Why? Because that should let you know, hey, my friend might be going through something. You know my significant other is acting kind of different. Maybe something happened at work today. And a smile or a kind word, just letting them know that you're there, could really help them. And it could save your friendship. And it could allow them to realize the potential in a specific situation. And there you are. You're pruning the garden of life. The garden of your life. Because you're removing these negative obstacles and trying to even help your friend. And you're trying to prune around the situation and allow them to see the positive in the situation. Another post that I had put up and, and something that uh, my pastor used to say... Uh, especially when I was out at Bible college, I used to hear him say it all the time. The proof of desire is in the pursuit. The proof of desire is in the pursuit. And if they're not pursuing you or helping you pursue the things that you're trying to accomplish, then there's no desire. Now, I used to joke all time. Oh, man, I'd love to. And, and not even previously, like even now, sometimes I say it, man, I'd love to learn how to play the keyboard. I'd love to be able to sit down and play the keyboard. There's a young woman uh, that uh, plays for a church local in the area, uh, Miss Keys, is what everybody calls her, her nickname Keys. And really, because when she sits down at that keyboard, I mean, she can make some things happen. Like she really does. She feels the music. She, she immerses herself in the music and she can listen to things and play them and, and just an amazing talent. I would love to have that ability. Or would I? Well, Dr. Harvey, why, if you say you you know somebody wants to learn something, how can you say that they don't? Well, I know I don't really want to learn how to play the keyboard because there's no pursuit. That's, it's not really a desire. It's just something that sounds good because I'm not pursuing it. I'm not doing anything to make it happen. Does that make sense? So, you know, as you look at the people in your life, again, different seasons, like, A lot of plants, a lot of trees, a lot of shrubbery, even a lot of flowers, it's recommended that you do the pruning during the winter season because oftentimes the plants heal quicker. So different seasons in my life... I may be with people that are really trying to help me reach my goal and attain the things that I've desired and that I'm shooting after and that I'm trying to accomplish, and then all of a sudden, again, that season changes, and they have a different set of goals and are kind of going a different direction. They're not really pursuing the same things that I am, so there's no desire to go that same direction. Now, does that mean that they're a negative person? No, not at all. Does that mean that they're a problem and that they don't want to have anything to do with you? No. Not at all. Does that mean that they don't support you and that they're not in your corner? No, not at all. They can still root for you. They can still be there for you. They can still support every aspect that you're trying to accomplish. It's just not their season to run with you. That desire isn't really there, so the pursuit doesn't follow. Just because somebody's pursuit doesn't line up in the direction that you're pursuing doesn't mean that they're wrong, and it doesn't mean that they don't care about you. It just simply means that in this season, the pruning needs to take place. For you to be able to grow, you've got to be able to separate. Oftentimes, in order to grow and to get to other levels, you have to separate. Now, I'm going to use this example. I might you know, throw a couple other out there, but I don't know if you guys are familiar with Abraham and Isaac and when God told him that he needed to sacrifice his son. God told him, you need to take your son, the Bible says, the, your only son, the son whom thou lovest right? He was a promised child. And Abraham took his son and he takes him and they're getting ready to go to the mount and they're getting ready. He's getting ready to take him to the altar to sacrifice him. And he separates from his servants, from his staff, right? They're traveling as a group. And he told them, he said, y'all stay here. Me and my son will go up to worship alone. He had to separate because, number one, what he was about to do, they wouldn't understand. Not everyone is going to understand your goal. Not everyone is going to understand your vision. Not everyone is going to understand your passion. And you know what? That's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. We have to stop getting angry, and myself included, we have to stop getting angry and frustrated with people because they don't have the same desire that we have, or their pursuit isn't as strong because that desire isn't there, because they don't understand what it is we're trying to do, because to them it doesn't make any sense, because to them it's not what they're trying to accomplish. We can't get upset at people because our goals don't align. You know, we need to mature and be able to take that step and know when it is the season to separate, when it's the season to prune. And so we remove that so the good can flourish, so we can continue on our path. Because if we stayed together, Now we have a situation where we're out of season. We're unequally yoked. We don't have the same desire. We obviously don't have the same energy or focus in the pursuit. And we're going to cause each other to stumble. We're going to cause each other to get frustrated. We're going to cause each other to essentially die and for those goals to die and those dreams even to die. While you're pruning the garden of your life, You have to recognize that. You have to recognize when people need to be pruned from that at not your life completely necessarily but that aspect of your life if that makes sense you know so keep that in mind you can prune them from that particular aspect and still have them in your life and then yes there are other people where they are only in your life for a season and then they're gone and that's okay too that's neither good nor bad it's just it is what it is some people don't stick around forever Some friendships don't last forever. Y'all still cool with each other, but you're not tight how you used to be. That's okay. I have some friends of mine that I talk to every single day. I have other friends of mine that I talk to once a week, once a month. Some people I only talk to, man, a few months might go by before we have a conversation with each other, but we pick up right where we left off. Why? Because that's our season. That's where our desire and our pursuits align or in those moments because we've pruned our lives up until that point. And so you have to you have to realize that as you're as you're pruning these things now. The other thing that I want to talk about in reference to pruning and bear with me here. But in reference to pruning, you have to, again, what I said at the beginning, we have to make that shift from focusing on the negative and start focusing on the positive, right? That's what I was saying. So we have to focus not on the dead aspects of the plant, but on the flower that's trying to bloom and trying to flourish, right? On that healthy portion of the plant. As you go through life and as you stop to prune the garden of your life, never stop, never forget who you want to be because in realizing who you want to be, you can prune the things out of your life and shape and arrange the things in your life that you want to and that you need to in order to accomplish the goal. Now, it doesn't mean it's going to happen overnight. It might not even happen how you pictured it. Like we may have bonsai trees, right? When people prune and shape and clip bonsai trees, they get a picture in their mind of what it is they want the tree to look like. And as they begin to prune, as they begin to shape the tree the tree begins to take on almost a life of its own feeding off of the artist the gardener the person that is pruning and so it might not come out exactly how the original picture was thought to be but it comes out exactly how it's supposed to be see god has positive things in store for you he knows the thoughts that he has for you thoughts to prosper you For you to walk in blessing. He doesn't want you to be suffering and depressed and unhappy with your life and surrounded by turmoil and stress and doubt and frustration. No. He wants you to have a peace. He wants you to be satisfied in Him and in walking out your destiny. And so while you may have thought things would turn out one way, As you prune and as you stay focused and you keep in mind what it is ultimately you wanted to be, that flower, you want that flower to bloom. As long as you keep that in mind and you periodically prune your life, not just to remove things. Yes, pruning is removing things. Yes, pruning is cutting off the dead things. Yes, pruning is separating things. But it's also sustaining life and health. It's also promoting growth. It's also promoting healing. A lot of us don't take the time to heal the the wounds that we have. And we end up bleeding on the people that try to help us. Take the time to prune the garden of your life. Take the time to focus on those positive things. Go back to that piece of paper, right? If we only focus on the negative things, if me as a collection manager only focused on three negative things in my team, they would never know what to build on, what positive things to grow on. So those things that you're doing right, focus on those things and prune around those things. And as those things begin to flourish and you prune around those, the other areas will begin to heal the other areas that have been removed from the the death and decay and the, the the parts that needed to be removed that are pruned away those wounds will begin to heal close and begin to grow take the time to prune the garden of your life and make sure you make that paradigm shift and realize that the pruning is not a negative, but it's about sustaining and maintaining growth, healing, and life to flourish and prosper and reach your ultimate potential in God. You guys, from the bottom of my heart, I really appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Remember, com. multiple platforms that you can listen to the podcast on. Click on one of those, like, and subscribe to your favorite so you get the alerts every week when we drop a new episode. Really appreciate your guys' love. Again, like, share, subscribe, share it with a family member or a friend, and reach out to me. Let me know what areas in your life need pruning. What areas in your life have you focused on that need to flourish? Those positive things, where's that growth? What is it that you ultimately want to become? Hit me up. Share that with me. Email me. Hit me up on Facebook. You know, through the platforms, it doesn't matter. I want to hear from you. I really appreciate your guys' feedback. Every time I get feedback, man, I take it. I take it to the heart. I really do because I know you took the time to actually put thought into it and write it and send it to me. And I value your time. I value your guys' opinion. So thank you very, very much again for that. And again, like I asked the question, gentlemen, what do you think about getting flowers? Hit me up. Don't forget Memorial Day coming up. You know, big shout out, big respect there. Definitely salute and take my hat off uh, for those who have made the ultimate sacrifice and for those families as well. You guys, thank you very much for your time, for tuning in. Catch us next week, same time with a brand new episode with Reflections with Dr. Gary Harvey. I'm praying for you. Please pray for me. Y'all be blessed and we'll hear you next time.